and we're back. Thanks for joining us again on the Coruscant Nights podcast. We're happy to have you here. My name is Cooper, and alongside me, as always, is Mark. Hello there. And Jack. Hello. We're very happy to have you here as we talk about the Empire Strikes Back today. Wow. Am I excited for this? I was so prepared just then to do a Yoda impression for my hello there, but... I didn't know what line to say, so I just well, went you, back. Well, you've got the platform now if you, want to, if you want to do it. I don't have anything to say, though, that's the issue. <laughs> I don't know what all to right. say. Okay, that's all good. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, this is episode seven of the Rewatch series. I can't believe we've, we're almost at the end. We're getting <laughs> like we only started quick. this yesterday, yeah. Yeah, it feels yeah. quick, hasn't it? It's a shame it's going to be ending soon, but we're getting to the best stuff uh, in the coming weeks. Oh, so. man. <laughs> it's all right. We're leaving the the territory of good Star Wars movies. No, oh, well, we can get to that debate in the next couple. Of um, if you haven't already, go follow us on Instagram. We post uh, updates on there about the podcast, some behind the scenes as well. Um, TikTok as well. We put up uh, some edits, which is cool. And uh, if you don't follow us on Patreon, um, and thanks to our patrons who support us already. If you want to go follow us, link is by uh, in our Instagram bio. And you'll be able to access it from there. Um, before we even begin anything, I've got a question for you guys. Ooh. So, The Empire Strikes Back is regarded as one of the best sequel movies of all time. But I want to know, what are your other best sequel movies of all time? Mark, you got one? Curious to know. I don't have one off the top of my head, but I am thinking. I definitely have one. Well, I mean, do you want me to list off some ones that might be able to Ooh, get you I, I've nah. got yeah. some, but it's kind of like, also, I don't know if it counts, but yeah. All right. Well, do you want to do you want to go then, Ma? What, yeah, what I was just going to say that the Lord of the Rings trilogy yeah. is so good. Like, all three of them are just such good movies. So, yep. I mean, okay, yep. yeah. I, I would count them as sequels, yeah? Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, you probably have a guess of where I'm going with this one. Um, I feel like I know, yeah. We, it's been in the media quite recently for a particular reason. Yep. Um, but I want to do the old, old one, not the not the new one, but Spider-Man 2. The original oh, oh yeah. That movie was so good. But yeah. also, more recently, Across the Spider-Verse. You can't lie. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Oh, man, that was amazing. Yeah, that was really good. Really good with those sequels. So I thought a- you were, I thought you were leaning um Blade Runner, Blade Runner, true, and also you could say even Back to the Future. I was thinking Back to the Future as well. Yeah, there's, there's actually quite a few. Oh God, yeah, Godfather. I like the Godfather. yeah Godfather, um Dark Knight for Batman. Oh yeah, that's good. Um, one Top Gun Maverick, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. There's yep. heaps, heaps of uh, sequels, but I've got to be honest, I don't, in my opinion, nothing tops. Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakwool. <laughs> no, I'm refusing to it. Praise. <laughs> hey, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it when I was like 11. Toy I don't Story. know. <laughs> Toy Story 2. Toy Story. Uh, did I like Toy Story 2? Last year was the complete opposite. I, I, I know I didn't really like 3 yeah. that much, but that's kind of controversial because I think everyone likes 3. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Always controversial on this podcast. That's it. The controversial Coruscant Nights. Mm. Okay, let's get straight into it. Mark, do you want Mm. to start off? Yes, because as usual, mine are kind of broad, and then I'm sure the others will go more in depth. And let me begin by just saying how good of a movie it is overall. 
And I think it says a lot when Cooper rewatches it and says, that was way better than I remember it being. Yeah. And but in terms of the actual movie, like I know it's basically the same I said last week. The characters, the story, cinematography's good, like it's it was released oh, yeah. in nineteen eighty, so it was made in the late seventies. So again, you gotta cut them a bit of slack with the effects, but I think like for a movie of that age it looks really good. And yeah, I agree. I think it was a massive improvement on A New Hope. Even just a lot of the flying scenes felt just so, so impressive. That was really cool getting to see a lot more like flying and stuff in in space. Yeah. And the absolute comedy legend of Yoda. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was, Uh, was, it was good, wasn't he? I couldn't, I forgot how funny he was actually until I saw it again. So random. I love it. Yeah, it's so it's just so funny. See now, Yoda. But also, actually, yeah, also seeing the Emperor for the first time. Oh, yeah. It's actually kind of funny that we don't see him in which, the first one, if you think about it. Which version of it? The weird one that they had initially? <laughs> that was so bad. That, it... that was so bad. Yeah, that original one didn't look so good. <laughs> no. No. I think he McDermott's a lot better. Yeah, definitely. Mm. But, hey. uh, yeah. That that was pretty much it. Special effects, great writing, characters, yeah, music. How could I forget the music? Good. I was I had to, I made a mental note when I watched it. I need to mention the music. Mm. I think this... it was the best soundtrack I've heard from the I Star Wars. I completely agree. I completely agree with that that point, Mark. John Williams again. I feel like he needs to be mentioned every episode. John Williams just always hits it out of the park with he the music. Nails it. He nails it. Yeah. I think yeah. there's a reason he's considered one of the best composers. <laughs> As yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. You got anything else or? Uh, nothing that I can particularly think of. That's all right. Um... But as always, I'll add on throughout. <laughs> classic, classic Mark. Classic, classic Mark, yeah. So, all right, Jack? I'll kick us off next. So since Mark basically went broad with everything, which I agree on every single aspect, this movie is so good. I love mm-hmm. how they introduced Boa Fett, but also I loved how he was <laughs> meant to be like the stormtrooper design from way back. You know, like that was, I can't believe, imagine if all stormtroopers had a mantle. Like that, that's That'd crazy. Be awesome. Like that's unreal. Uh, I love the bounty hunter, like even aspect of it with um Wosk and stuff. And I love how Darth himself actually set others to get to find him and get him. You know what I mean? Like he's actually like just laid the work off kind of thing. Taking would- command, delegating. Yeah, the Sith Lord would rely on some bounty hunters to do his work for him kind of thing, you know? Mm. But I just want to mention, since I'm on it, Darth Vader. He is the most menacing in this film. They finally, no offense. That's true. In the first one, he wasn't that scary. This one showed how much, like, stronger and more fierce he is. I mean, look at him in your background. He's, like, ruling over everything and everyone. Everyone's looking at him. Like, and speaking scared. of how menacing he was, actually, I I think I I was counting that he choked down <laughs> yeah. about three like admirals in the span of like half an hour. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> mental. But may I also just add that even like I know they try to do this kind of artwork with like the newer ones and stuff, but seeing this in like a format like this just gives me so much nostalgia. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah. gives you so much mm. more like classic old Western kind of you know space wars kind of esque. It's just yeah. so, I love it. I just love that yeah. style so much. But um, 
I also love the Luke's progression yeah. from being a lot braver and almost too brave at times when he when he thought he could go to um, Cloud City and save his friends when everyone was warning him, yeah, look, you're not ready yet. And then just shows how desperate he was to save him. And then when he fought Vader, holy cow, that was, that was something. And as we were saying before, I know this was filmed in like still the late 70s and stuff, but it just shows how much an extra increase of a bit of money does to it. Because mm. it could easily be like 10 years after the first one. It looks that much better. Like how <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That in itself is a bit crazy in my opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, That's um, true, yeah. Yeah. But then you've got probably this movie's probably got one of the most quotable and absolute because this this movie, right, without the inter if it had the internet like in that time period, it would have been spoiled and it would have just been yeah. different. That's why I kinda of wish true. that's kinda of why I somehow wish like you could just generally not post anything about a movie after you but then yeah, but you can't really restrict that. But having that line of Luke um I am your father, I think a lot of people get confused though saying it's no I am your father, but it's actually he says his name. So it's kind of Is it the other way around? Yeah, no, it's the other no 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 online, no, no. online they say it's Luke. That's what I'm saying. No. Got different releases. You guys can have a look in your own time, but there's a lot of What's the what's the word butterfly effect? Where they Mandela think, effect or something? Yeah, where they where they man, man, uh, what is it? Yeah, I think it was the Mandela effect. Yeah, where people thought they heard that thing instead. Yeah, but um, I'll bring it up while I'm talking. Yeah, uh, but the thing is though, I just love how dramatic this the scene is when Luke's like screaming in desperation, and the music's going on in the background. Yeah, standing over them, it's just uh, I can't believe it. And also on the topic of music, sorry, Cooper, if I may quickly say this, the absence of music is also at points, like, I think it's the beginning of the fight with Luke and Vader. Cooper pointed it out to me, actually. There's no music at that beginning. No music during the whole fight. Is it the whole fight? Yeah. Okay. See, it adds a lot of tension, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Because the music, in some ways, can say what the outcome is, how it's going to turn out. Like, if yeah. it becomes more heroic sounding halfway yeah. through the fight, you know, like, oh, he's got the upper hand. But when there's no music, you're just watching the fight as it is. I, I generally agree with that. The only exception I have is that last fight in The Rise of Skywalker where the music kind of doesn't turn, like, it kind of sounds a bit triumphant, but then Ray stabs Kylo. So, I can't that's kind of a diversion. I've only seen it once. <laughs> also, just really just quickly, Jack, I'm so positive it's no, I'm your father. It is, it is no. Okay, but, good, yeah. But, yeah, yeah that's, so. that's the thing. People talk about it so much that it confuses you because he has yeah. a pause between where, where he says Luke or it's actually yeah. no. He goes, I am your father. So everyone just misquotes it because of how, like, people, how many people have said the opposite mm. ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the men, they're like, anyway, they're funny. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it makes it so many people thought it was that, that it almost became that kind of thing, you know what I mean? That just shows mm. how much impact on how often it's still quoted to this day, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it hasn't left... Like, people quote the prequel trilogy, but that's just because it's, what's it called, like, memes. memes. Yeah. It's not It's not really iconic in terms of groundbreaking storytelling and anything, you know what I mean? Like, written mm. anything. But um, <laughs> this movie just emphasises everything good from the first one and excels in every way. Mm. Like, anything you can say about the, the A New Hope, is just better in this one. I'm sorry. Like, oh, yeah. 
can't say that like anything in the first one is as good as this one because this one's better in every storytelling character characters dialogue cinematography plot score it's just all of it is so much better and if anyone disagrees with that then i am baffled so <laughs> that is mine that is oh, my take. i liked your thing about if the internet wasn't around back then, because I've never really thought about it before. It would have ruined the movie. Like, how, how many yeah. memes, like, there would be a meme gold mine, I reckon. Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah. But it just would have yeah. that moment, you know? Like, imagine us going in to watch that movie and just knowing that line is like, oh, well done. Knowing yeah, the um, yeah plot, plot twist. It's like mm. That's like the plot twist that basically changes the entire saga because the thing is though i noticed as i was re-watching it is earlier in the film palpatine talks about how anakin's son is you know skywalker and stuff do you mm. think it's just that people don't believe him and that's why the the darth vader line is the twist because he actually mentions it earlier in the film i think it's it almost felt like they were planning for prequels at that point didn't you didn't it well just in just in terms of the line itself, it was like, I have no doubt this child or this boy is the offspring of Anakin yeah. Skywalker. Like, why would he say that? Like, what? Imp- we haven't seen Anakin before. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And it's like... But we have heard a bit of him. Yeah, so... In A New Hope. With I just thought, I thought it was very alluding to the fact that uh, he's Anakin. But then... But to don't... be fair, you don't really know that he's a human under there. Yeah, but, yeah, um... but doesn't um, Ben say it in A New Hope that it was Anakin? No, he doesn't say Darth Anakin. He just goes, no. he, was, he was killed. Oh, yeah, true. By um, Darth, your father was killed. Yeah, you're mm. right. I think it's just the fact that we knew he was Anakin. Yeah, that makes I think more so. sense. That line, At the time it came out, yeah, yeah, I can see now. That line felt, but to be fair, though, if you're a smart viewer watching that movie in the cinema and you heard that line and he was looking at Darth, then you would assume that that's Anakin and you would then piece it together. But come on, let's be real. Like, you probably wouldn't really think of that at the time i reckon that's why you, you have to watch the originals first yeah because otherwise that plot twist won't really be a plot twist so just the emotion can... acting in that scene is still top notch like you can't, can... you can't deny it can i make a comparison really quick go for it so now this was just my experience and i don't know if it was you guys but i found and i can't believe i'm going back to this movie again the rise of skywalker <laughs> the reveal that ray was a palpatine i kind of in my head, the way they... No, hang on. Listen to me. Listen to me. The way they revealed it, they showed Ray with the Force lightning and then her kind of getting angry and then it was kind of revealed very slowly, like before actually saying you're a Palpatine. The way I think that compares is how the Emperor speaks to um, Vader about Anakin. It's not telling it, uh, not telling him explicitly or not telling the audience explicitly until you obviously hear it officially. But I just feel like that build-up of information or uncertainty um, and getting those sort of hints is similar, in a sense. But that was my experience, at least. I think it kind of spoon-fed that twist, though, in the rise. Because... It did, but I'm not, I'm not trying to say, like, they're, they're the same, they like, they're on the equal, equal yeah, importance. Yeah. I'm just saying that, for me, when I was watching it, I didn't believe... I kind of had it in my head, but I didn't believe it until it's, they said Ray was Palpatine in that you know movie. What I think would have been better, though. What do you I mean? Think... Ray's a Skywalker, guys. Mm. No, mm. we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Let's not go into that territory yet. But I think it would have been better if they left it at Emperor once again telling Kylo Ren. Um, 
I can't remember what the line was, but he goes, there's something about the girl. Yeah, who is she? Oh, yeah. And then and he uh, gives... she's not who you think she is. Who and is then she? he laughs. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you left it, that is kind of similar to Darth um, with the Emperor line about Anakin. Because I then agree. they had... If we got a force lighting and force lightning and stuff, like I know a few people who I watched it with who've never seen the movies and know nothing about it, and they go, She's probably gonna be his offspring somehow. And I was like <laughs> hmm. I was like, well, pretty obvious, I guess, in the way then, but I was just thinking actually how and as much as I hate the whole concept of it and everything, but the Raylo thing, you know, Kylo mm. and Ray. But when I was thinking about it, I'm getting Dune vibe Dune vibes. Like crossing the bloodlines of the important families. Oh yeah, with the um Bene Gesserit. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> but that's actually done effectively. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it's any, anything fan, like Jim. Just saying it's giving me those vibes. Yeah, for sure. Do you have anything else to add, Jack? Or is that all? I'm pretty sure that's uh, the main juice of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll. Begin. I got a good list here. Some of it's broad, some of it's specific. I'll start with the broad things. I thought the action was incredible. Mm. I think mm. everything from the lightsaber fights to even just the the chase between the corridors in Cloud City, mm. um, and the space battles were awesome. The Battle of Hoth was fantastic. Yeah, Although I, I still the think the ATAT walkers still were a bit off Clunky. in their movements. I think um, uh, Rogue One did a lot better in displaying their actual movements. I can't remember yeah. what they're like in Return of the Jedi. I like I like them being a bit robotic. I don't want them to be like smooth sailing kind of, which I know Rogue One yeah. kind of did both by making it look visually better, but that's just, what's it called? Yeah. CGI, I guess. But I think, um, if anything, I think that went down too easily. <laughs> like even when they got well, robotic, okay. exploded on impact when they kind of like just went down. I was no, like, they got shot in the neck. I know, but like, one of them went down and just when the other one got shot in the neck. So I was like, what? So the armor. I just want to add something because Mark and I were actually speaking about this earlier. In the Empire, it takes ropes and it takes um, like a blaster bolt to the neck to kill it, which is fine. But Luke makes a good note that, oh, the armor's impenetrable. Mm. But then in Rogue One, yeah, sure, Baze's rocket hits the neck and it doesn't do anything. But then the X-Wing comes out of nowhere and shoots it twice and it col- it, and it breaks. That's what I'm trying to say. It's inconsistent because also, why would you need to rope their legs up if you can just shoot them in the neck anyway? That's it. So I'm saying... Ma- that's maybe I'm saying. Like, maybe X-Wings have more powerful cannons than sp- air speeders. No, but I'm just maybe. trying to say, like, why are they tying them up and putting them on the ground if you can, and, and then blow them up in the neck if you can't just do that in the air? That's all I'm saying. Mm. It just... If you're going to go with consistency, it would make more sense if they got blown up in Rogue One through the neck and in Empire, they didn't because they improved yeah. the technology. All right, but... I'll settle it now. Rogue One and Empire have a few years in between, and in those few years, they improved the ATAT. But they didn't. But I'm saying they did. They should have. They should have. <laughs> How do you know they didn't? Because they, they got easily destroyed. It looks like they were weaker. Than yeah, the maybe they just improved the armor. Yeah, but in Rogue One, it looked like they were already impenetrable, like strong as. The, the yeah, so they made it even stronger. A rocket. And then and then in this one, they just fall down and it's like, oh, no, it's, it's all gone now. It, it just looks so, like, toy-like in, in Empire, I think. Yeah. I think that was because of just what they had to... Yeah, how they filmed it. 
yeah, had a, what they had to do. I don't know if Cooper's going to mention this, but I can't believe we forgot to mention Lando. Yeah, I was going to mention him, but I don't think he was... I, oh, gonna... I actually really liked his character in the film. I wasn't going to put him in the positives, to be honest. Really? I actually really enjoyed his character. Hmm. I'm going to speak about that later, though, for a reason. Okay. All right, well, that'll be interesting. Mm. All right, I'll continue on broad. Like what both of you said, the music, I think, was the best soundtrack of mm. the, every single film. No. Sure, I love... Sure, No, I know there's some good tracks in Revenge of the Sith and whatever, Damn. but... <laughs> huh? Dumb. All Dumb. of them are bangers. You can't, you can't say that only some. Oh. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't look at the whole soundtrack and be like, oh, this is a masterpiece. I look at the specific tracks and go, oh, these are masterpieces. There's so many. One, it's consistently um, good. There's so many tracks. Like, I feel like Revenge of the Sith is very emotional tracks, and in this one, the tracks are like they pump you up. Like, well, they're more iconic. I'll yeah, give you that. Like the Imperial just... March is universally known, right? And it was introduced, but, but Revenge of the Sith has so many different. Um, songs that matches characters and matches the scene and matches the story. When I think this one just matches, no, no, because hear me out. Imperial March is iconic to Darth Vader, but it's technically... Cooper's reaction right now is how me and Jack react to when he it's... says the sequels are good. Definitely, it's literally just the. It's meant to be the Empire's theme, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like you're not looking further beyond the Imperial March. I just want to say Yoda's theme is one of the best in the entire franchise. Nah, see... If that does not give you goosebumps every time you listen to it, I don't know what's going on with you. It doesn't. I'm well, I don't know what's going on with you. <laughs> <laughs> the anyway. um, asteroid field. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah, banger. Banger. That, before. that is good. <sighs> yeah. Even the Battle of Hoth, called, the music yeah, the at duel. the Hoth battle. It's called the duel from uh, Luke and Darth Vader on Bespin as well. That one's good. Mm. I think, yeah, But that's what I'm trying to say. I think there's only three to four that I actually genuinely like. But that's just... I a will, as as I will just, get... Sorry, opinion- you go. It's just opinionated. It is, yeah. So you can't yeah it's all opinion. Mm. Um, I thought generally the plot was really. I felt it wasn't. It didn't really have a lot going on. It was very straightforward, but it was a very good continuation from A New Hope. It seemed like a logical thing, um, and it was engaging and interesting. And I thought that that's what you need for a for a sequel. I mean, I know we said this last week. There were just going to think about it as being a solo film for uh, A New Hope, but I thought that in terms of being a sequel, the plot was meaningful, uh, had great character developments, I'll talk about that in a sec, and overall had a sense of um, uh, anticipation for what's coming next. Yeah, for sure. Especially the yeah. Alright, mm-hmm. I'm going to get to some specifics now. I think one of my negatives last week was Luke. I didn't really like Luke in A New Hope. I thought he was a much improved character in this movie, and he's a positive for me. I really liked the, the hero's journey aspect. I feel like it was almost cut a bit abruptly in A New Hope, but this one he gets the full experience because he's kind of progressing as a Jedi and as a soldier um, and as someone who was a valuable part of a meaningful cause. So... I think that they did a really good job. Mark Hamill absolutely nails, absolutely nails his um, portrayal of, of Luke in this mm. in this movie. Another character, and we haven't mentioned it yet, and this was my first notice that I wrote down. Han Solo is the best I have ever seen him in Star Wars. He was yeah. so good. I cannot, I could not believe I forgot how good he was. Harrison Ford knocks it out of the park again. Yeah, I just. 
I've got no more words that describe how much I enjoyed his performance in this in this movie. It was Han. phenomenal. Han is literally my top five character. Yeah. <laughs> He's so, yeah. so underrated. I want to He's say, such an underrated character. That's what I'm saying. The, they had so much they could have done with, with past episode six with Han and the trio because he does so much in the books. Like, he's not yeah. just a hotshot rebellion, you know, pilot. He does so many stuff. Yeah. Basically, like, well, obviously, he's a smuggler, but he's like a bounty hunter, but for good. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. He's so cool. I don't, and he's just a regular dude kind of thing who just yeah. has yeah. a bit of hope and a bit of passion, you know? That's he got roped, roped into helping the rebels. Mm, That's it. So- so good. He's such a good character. Another good character. Him and, um, him and Leia have some good lines as well between the yeah. two of them. They do. I didn't have Leia as a positive, but I thought that her character development was really good as well. Yeah. Um, Because she was kind of just a rebel leader and a princess. Now she's kind of getting her hands dirty. I mean, she's always got her hands dirty, but um, mm-hmm. she's kind of getting involved in the small little things. And, it shows where um, she's progressing later on as being... Blue. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I really liked Yoda. I forgot how funny he was, like Mark was saying. Um, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed, I had some really good lines, mm. some really good one-liners. Yeah. Uh, I will get to that later. Cause I've got uh, some quite, I got a quote list. What else do I need? Um, the asteroid field chase scene was outstanding, was so good. And also the last thing, Yoda lifting the X-wing out of the swamp was one of my favorite scenes ever in Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's my list. That's a good one. I uh, yeah, I just want to also add quickly before we sort of um switch up what we're going to talk about. But um, yeah. I think the thing that a lot of people liked about this movie and how it was a um how it became what it is today is because of the tonal shift from the first one. This one played it a lot more seriously and more mm. like actions have consequences when the first one felt like more of like a fun family flick kind of thing, this one felt more a bit, they tried to take it a bit more seriously. When mm. you could maybe say the next one after this had a bit of, a bit of both, especially with the Ewoks, maybe a bit of family um toy marketing for that, maybe that one. But um yeah, but I think this one has a lot more of a, they didn't try to joke around with it as much, especially with the um nightmare sequence. Yeah. When Luke loses his mm. All hope feels lost, and he's hanging from the sky, kind of. And it's just—I don't know. I think it's—it's it's just like they just tried to make it a different feel and aura from the yeah. first. Not and that's, just... that's what I mean in like good story progression. I feel like just the way they portray the story, and it's something like obviously this came out in 1980, but this was something that we hadn't seen before. So just the way, and it's, and even with the title, the empire strikes back, it's got a very negative connotation with Mm. it. So it's kind of like, it is that hopeless feeling. And one thing that I noticed, and I think I mentioned it to Mark, the rebels are pretty much non-existent in this film. They played such a big role in getting rid of the death star, but they're just, they're not in this movie. They're in it at the start for the Battle of Hoth, and then they disappear. So I don't yeah, know. That's positive. Yeah, I, I agree. It's good that we focus on the characters. Yeah, focus on the characters, but it doesn't say that like, oh, the rebels are just dead. What the yeah. characters are trying to do is trying to help the rebels. You know what I mean? It's like, like the rebels are doing almost the main mission, and these guys are doing the side mission, which is more um, sure that they're, you know what I mean? It's like mm. the rebels sitting them. 
You did just cut out a little bit. Yeah, there. you cut out. Didn't get what you said. Yeah. I was going to say, you guys both froze on mine. Um, I'll just, I'll just repeat the last bit. Yeah. Um, there's more that the yeah. rebels were doing the main mission and the, and um, the side characters were actually adding to the deeper meaning of what you mean the, the main is. characters. So like they're almost you know what i mean yeah. but we're following them yeah that's how that. you write that's how you write proper like changing from one thing to another yeah all right mark and negatives. if you think about it the movie really like you said the name gives it like a negative connotation sort of thing there wasn't really that much success in the movie was there <laughs> it was no, a you think about plan. it han gets frozen in carbonite yeah, luke, luke loses, loses his hand, hand and knows that he's um, the evil Sith Lord. That's it, yeah. And yeah, exactly. So it leads right into the next one, which is good. Yeah. Um, negatives, Mark? Do you want to go through some negatives? Uh, I can't think of that many, really. Do you want mm. to piggyback off of what Jack and I will, said? yeah. If, okay. if, I, if I agree with him, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't have that many. I was just going to say, I felt like the middle of the movie was a bit slow. Like, it started off really hot with... um the Battle of uh, Hoth, and oh, then okay. kind of finished really good on Cloud City, but everything on Dagobah and, um, like, the the Millennium Falcon kind of sitting within the Empire and being chased, I thought it was a bit slow. Yeah. Not I didn't not enjoy it, but just it was slow. The only other negative I have, there was a jump scare in the asteroid, <laughs> in the... In the um uh, the, the worm, the space worm, in the Falcon, that made me feel things that I never want to feel again. So <laughs> I'm putting that as a negative. <laughs> that and should be positive it. if it did that. No, it didn't. No, struggle. in a bad way. In a bad way. <laughs> I just oh god, it was that stupid flying creature that just came from nowhere that landed on the window. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's that's it for me. So, well, Jack. I don't. I I honestly hate. Saying negatives about a movie I enjoy. Yeah, do it. We're here to review it. But I'm in that kind of situation again where it's like it's nitpicking and it's not, this movie doesn't deserve to be nitpicked, but we have to have mm. some. So, yeah. in my opinion, Lando's iconic, yes, but I think he was very, and don't, don't, please don't say it's because of the acting and the writing because I don't think it is. But he was so annoying in this movie. He just he didn't do it for me. He he was trying to be charming and stuff. I did not get the charming factor. I just got like a creepy a creepy leader dude. You know what I mean? From the city. I did not get charming Han Solo two kind of thing. When I thought in Han Solo Lando was a bit more charming. That's my hot take. That's yeah, I disagree. I completely disagree with that. Fair yeah, enough. I think I would have to disagree as well. Sorry, Jack. Yeah, that's okay. That's what I I it, think, I, and I know. I know this is not what you were saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. I feel like the fact that he went back and forth multiple times between the Empire and his friends is showing his character. Exactly. Yeah, but I didn't say I didn't say I hate no, no, him. I said I know it's not what you said. I just wanted to mention it. I understand why he's there, but it just kind of feels a lot of shoehorned in kind of thing, in my opinion. It was like they, they, they couldn't just land on a random planet, they couldn't go to a random planet and have no connections to... Who who's there kind of thing, you know what I mean? I've like how do I explain it? Uh, it? it's hard to explain. I just didn't I didn't connect as much as I think that they wanted us to, you know what I mean? They didn't I it didn't do it for me as much. But the okay. surprise and everything on Cloud City is perfect, by the way. It's not 
Cloud City or anything. Um, what else is a negative? Uh, maybe some here and there, like C-3PO being annoying. Like, I know he's meant to be a funny character, but I kind of just get, I, no, I know, I kind of get sick of his, his, uh, some of his one-liners. That's another thing. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. Also, by the way, forgot to mention, just so Cooper doesn't have a fit here. Another problem <laughs> is, um, the carbonite thing. We forgot to mention this, by the way. And how, mm -hmm. um, Hans, when Leia goes, I love you, and then Han goes, I know. And then he just goes down mm -hmm. that. That is iconic. Sorry, that was I had to had to say that. Wasn't that I'm I'm not sure if I'm right here, but wasn't that improvised um that that I I know wasn't I'm he not meant... the one to ask for that time. Not you're sure. not the one to ask. I'm pretty sure he was meant to say I love you too or something, but I think he just Harrison went more with I know. Yeah, more worked. Yeah. Um, another negative. Maybe this is also kind of what Cooper you were saying a bit in the positive, but also you're a bit um. I like I like the plot of this, but it was also very like. I think they honestly, it's it, in my opinion, I, it feels like they didn't really plan out the plot of this one as much as they did for like the first one and it, and um, even some earlier films because it's very basic. Yeah, it's it's like I I don't know if it could be deliberate, but it honestly relies on the acting and the character on those three characters being perfect, and I think if they weren't and any other character was there, it, it would be not considered a great film because there's really no, it doesn't follow the simple structure of a, like um, beginning, middle and end kind of. Cause like, if you're what, when you're watching it, you don't really know when the middle climax bit is like, I think it, it would probably the like is the climax when, but that's near the end when he gets frozen and like. Maybe he, it's when Luke goes into that cave. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, where, where, where would you put the... Like... I feel like, actually, I don't know if I'd call it a negative, but that's something I could mention is I feel like that cave bit when he fights against Darth Vader, mm. I feel like that didn't have much meaning. Like, I feel oh. like it could have... No, I feel bad. it had... Let me rephrase it. it that's a worse meaning. take than Jax. Yeah, that's much worse. No, I feel like it didn't have as much of an important... Like, it didn't feel what? like it did much. Really? You guys are throwing Mahara yeah. at you. What the heck's happening? That set up everything, though. That, like, oh almost like, gives him God. his own face. It kind of shows, one, his dad's um, blood relative. Yeah, there's the and that's the path he's heading down. And two, that's what he could be when he gets turned to the dark side. No, you guys are oh. taking what I said completely oh. out of context. I know there's a lot of symbolism, but in terms of a movie, I don't feel like it had much impact. But you said it has symbolism. Yeah, said, but like oh. that's as a greater story thing, like Mark. It no, didn't even, okay. It's not even really the reason that Luke went to save his friends. That's because he wanted to save his friends. I'm sorry. This episode has two of the worst takes I've ever heard in my life. What Jeez. I feel like is, it's not something that sticks with you as a main part of the movie. Okay. Oh, I don't think it. No, but two thousand meant to be a main thing of the movie. It was meant to is main thing for Luke. It was all about Luke that bit, not for the entire movie. You know what I mean? I really? Okay, hang on. Let me just paint a picture quickly. If you're watching that in the cinemas and you see Darth Vader walk out of the cave after you've just seen him on the ship, what are you thinking? Holy crap. How is he able to travel to the cave? Oh my God, he's right. They're going to fight. And you're that's, saying it's not... Oh. That's Sorry, not much of a I'm, picture you painted there, buddy. 
I painted Ooh. I painted a picture of being in the cinemas Ooh. in 1980 and watching it. Oh, this is and... awesome. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm you know what? Now. I think I'm I'm think I'm gonna stand by my point, but I just don't think I can express it very well. Okay, that's fine. But yeah. can I just go back to Jack's point quickly about C three PO? No. You're saying <laughs> he's annoying? You're saying he he's was... annoying? Yeah, but I'm not the only one that doesn't that doesn't that thinks he's annoying. I've never he been an was... avid... okay. right, I've never go. been yep. an avid fan of him. Let's just say that. Okay. I think All he's right. I love Anthony Anthony Daniel Daniels? Yeah, Anthony yep. Daniels. Yeah. I love him. I love the character design of him. I just think, yeah, I I I, I love R two. R two is just a superior joy in my opinion. I don't need I don't need um actual words to enjoy a character. That's all I'm saying. R two is is speaks so much without speaking at all. If you know what I mean, he has more of a character, I reckon, and humor without speaking. That's yes. C three PO has one of my all time favorite lines in Star Wars, and it's not in this movie. It's in Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah, I'm going back to that. Movie. <sighs> po says, "No, is it Poe? Yeah." Oh, po says, "Like, are you alright to Ray and to Finn?" And C three PO's in the back. He's like, "You didn't mention my name, sir, but I'm quite alright." <laughs> yes, that line was funny. <laughs> that, but I think in, in these movies, he's. <sighs> I don't know. I how think to... he's a valuable part of the team. No. I think he's just. I think he's a a thing that they have to always attend. He can't be left alone. He can't. He can't do anything himself. He yeah. has some great quotes in this movie. I'm just thinking ahead. He has some uh, great quotes. Yeah, like quotes. Chewbacca, turn me around. Yeah, Chewbacca turn around. Really What's happening? Babysit C3PO. It sucks. I don't like that. I think now I'm, I'm sure you guys are going to react the exact same way you did before. Oh, God, but I think I've got. A comparison with the cave scene that I thought of. In terms of no, my making a movie, not rep- right, what it represents. Again. I got it again. again. Let me say it again. The, yeah. I have a, a scene that I think I can compare to the cave scene in terms of how the movie's made, not what it represents. Mm-hmm. And that is the death of Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru. Because Luke, uh, Luke like just highly reacts to it. Oh, wait, no, no what? To see his own face, that's huh? No, what? to his uncle and auntie, he highly reacts to them, right? Do you agree yeah, with that? Yeah, I do agree yes. with that. You agree with that? Okay. Yes. Now with the cave scene, he has yes a facial response as he did in A New Hope, but I feel like it doesn't. What? How does it? I know symbolically again how it affects him, but what in terms of the movie does it do to make him want to continue with what he's doing? Okay, I'm gonna rebut quickly here. Yeah, so I feel well, please like... because I feel like I'm I feel like I need my mind changed by how you guys are reacting. So try okay. and change All it. Right. So in A New Hope, when he sees his parents, on his his aunt and uncle, like literally burned alive, he doesn't express. Any facial expression that expresses concern. Is grief is grief um shockened? How, how do you anyway? Okay, fine. Yeah, all right, sure. That is completely different to what's happening. He's in shell the case. shocked. He's not he's not shocked in the sense that he's seeing death. He's almost confused. He's shocked, he's confused, and he's in shock because and uh, sorry, the shock isn't really more of seeing like 
someone be dead. It's more of like, it's fear. It's not, it's not the fear of like, it's the fear he could die. It's the fear of Darth Vader, who he's, he saw strike down his master. Are you talking about the cave scene? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the fear of seeing this massive. Yeah. He's afraid of, of becoming what he, you know, what he's trying to fight against. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. I don't, I just don't think that that's very, I don't think it's comparative to the aunt mm. and uncle scene or uncle and uncle. But I'm talking uncle. about how in terms of the filmmaking. Yeah, but I think his character is he doesn't visibly cry. He doesn't visibly when he's scared or worried or unsure. He he, he goes into a shock where he just he freezes. That's a normal response in real life. too. The you only know? exception to that is when he learns <laughs> Vader's his father, when he has a yeah, full on hissy fit. That's because he's. <laughs> That's well, because he's act one, he's um lost his arm, so he's probably in a lot of pain. Pain. Two, he also does, didn't want to believe it in the, because well, obviously he doesn't see it. And three, because of the cave scene beforehand, he's probably like, "Crap, this might actually be like I am becoming my father," kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm. I think, I think it's not a filmmaking thing. I think it's just kind of how he responds to that kind of situations. You know what I mean? And also on top of that, Yoda did mention you won't need your weapons. So yeah. he was probably expecting... There's a scene in Rebels, actually, similar, where um, Ezra goes into the Jedi Temple and watches the Inquisitor kill Kanan. It was a vision, obviously. But I don't... I, from memory, I don't think he went in with his light... He didn't have a lightsaber, but just in terms of the symbolism in comparison to even A New Hope, where Yoda was maybe expecting... Luke to be killed by Vader to fully embrace being that Jedi, like what Obi-Wan was, being able to be like, I see that I can't do anything about it, but, you know, if you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. It's just that duality, I guess. The duality. Uh, Maybe. uh, This is my thinking. I'm not... I need to stop viewing the cave scene as a jumping point and look at it as a bridge, because I like your actually enjoyed your thing that you said about when he is like when his arm's been cut off and he's fighting Vader, and then he has that response. Mm. So if you look at it, cave is the start of the bridge, and that's the end of the bridge. I like that better. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah, I like that better I'll, because I'll I've that. always thought of it as like it it mo it should motivate him to go and do something, but that's what I didn't feel really. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think the main criticism, without the nitpicks of the characters and stuff, is that the plot doesn't really have a definitive. Obviously, has a beginning and an end, but there's no the middle portion almost just blends together. Like you know how there's like meant to be like a rising action and a like a falling resolution thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's continuous. So positive, negative. I don't know. Middle. Yeah, it's kind of middle. Like it. But also, I think it's kind of lazy. So, I don't know. Because I think it worked think, well. It wouldn't work think well. of it as the climax of the th- trilogy. Yeah, it's like the whole movie is the climax, kind of. Yeah. That's the way of putting it. Because the, the, the beginnings at New Hope, well, it's kind of like what I guess you can say about um the new Spider-Man films. Tom Holland's Spider-Man doesn't really become Spider-Man until No Way Home when he loses his... Spoiler, auntie. So it's kind of like that's his definitive point, I guess you could say. <laughs> I haven't heard of it. Um, but yeah, so I guess if you look at it like that, Mark, you actually 
you know, I might be onto something there. The beginning is in a new hope of well, obviously a trilogy, but in terms of like filmmaking point of view, the the the, the climax was blowing up Death Star, but technically the bad guys in that did. film, yes, but if, yeah, technically if we consider guys, that as the beginning, and then there's another Death Star, so really that's only the beginning. Yeah, I was going to say technically you're right because the bad guys still didn't they lost, but they're still alive and they they've still got it's, their. You know, it's that that saying: you may have won the battle, but you haven't won the war. Yeah, and this middle bit is where the villains are kind of winning this war, and then the end is, boom, Luke comes in a might of fury, you know, to save the day, basically, kind of thing, you know. So yeah, maybe maybe it was intentional. Good job, Mark. Yeah, thank you. All right, now we're looking at scores. So yeah, I'm ready this time. Mark, what are you giving The Empire Strikes Back? Nine point five. Damn. All right. Easily your highest score. Yep. Jack? All I need to know is what I give Re- Revenge. You have Revenge in <laughs> 9.8. Oh, my goodness. Damn. Holy crumpets. Holy crumpets. Yeah, I feel like mine was too low. <laughs> um, oh, I'm giving it a 9.7. Oh, wow. We're really up there. Because, and I I want to take back a comment I said earlier in the series that Rogue One was my favourite film. Are you saying this one is? Empire. This yeah, was good. superior. That's good. Good. Yeah. This wow. one's absolutely like, I think... Don't consider our three ranks, like, with each other, because they're, we're ranking them with our other ranks of the movies. I'm yeah. not. I'm doing individual. <laughs> That's I'm what I mean. This. Yeah, like the only th- yeah the only because the scales are a little different. If Jack gives it a nine point seven and I give it a nine point five, you got to consider the other movies we've ranked. Yeah, the thing is, the only reason why I want to know the revenge one is because this one in my head is still just behind it, so I didn't mm. want to rank higher than revenge. That wouldn't make sense for my. But yeah, it's definitely definitely that's why I did it. What what did I give it? Nine point six. Nine point six. Yeah. Yeah, it's so close to um, revenge because if I could, I'd have them both at number one together. Because this one, without this one, revenge wouldn't be a thing. Simple as that. Mm, and pretty much, revenge kind of makes this film better, and Re- Empire makes revenge better, in my opinion. They both kind of like have the major characters of Darth and Anakin like come together. Mm. Yeah, which I really like. Mm. Before we move on to uh, some quotes, Jack, you had a couple of fun facts that you wanted to share. Um, I'll say three. I'll say three. Okay. I'll I'll leave the good ones to last. So the first one is um the suit that Bosk was wearing was actually a doctor's outfit. Like okay. these tubes and stuff and the the stuff in the middle. So I was like, well, cool. But is that the white was... one? Nah, nah, that's um the yellow. yellow. Yeah, the yellow one. Oh, uh, okay. I need that to became iconic to Bosk. Also, um side note, oh why have we got no Bosk action re- recently? <laughs> where where's my wasn't, man? Wasn't he rumored to appear in Book of Boba yep. Fett like every episode? I love him. He's like one of the greatest bounty hunters in the galaxy. We haven't even seen him since. One of the I've best characters been... in Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> I've never been the biggest of fans of Bosk. <laughs> that's a, that's a thumbnail. Mark, Mark's got so many controversial opinions today. I didn't think that was controversial. How have you never been the biggest fan of Bosk? I think because Bosk I've is only seen him for like loved. two seconds. Yeah, but you said about Boba Fett. You've already yeah, I've seen Boba Fett for more than two seconds. In the movies? Yeah. Yes, in the movies. Um, nah. Nah. Sorry, I'm moving on. Don't get me started. Okay. The other two? 
the other two facts. <laughs> the next one is so uncivilized. Luke actually doesn't use his blaster <laughs> at all. He doesn't shoot it in its entirety of the movie, even though he carries it throughout the whole Cloud City scene before getting to Darth. And he's got That's- it. He's got it locked and loaded. He's peeking around corners like it's Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> he does not fire the blaster, even though that's crazy. That's like that's like getting a win on like um uh, a a battle royale game without that killing anyone. That's great. That's unreal. Um, this one's the best positive ever. The only time Tatooine doesn't show up in the six. Skywalker saga films. Is that true? Hang on. Don't you mean nine? I didn't know that. No, because you see it in 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 nine and then you see it in you see it in seven and eight? No. That is no, actually no, a great no, fact, no. Jack. I'm ta- you do see it in nine. So I'm saying in the first six, this is the only one that you don't see it in. So yeah. Excluding sequels. Never thought of it before. Yeah. How cool is that yeah. though? That so is really awesome. Skywalker saga. This is the only one you don't see Tatooine. Yes. Sorry, I love <laughs> Tatooine. Too much of it. I'm sick of desert. I'm sick of sand. Yeah. Okay. Quite literally. Yeah. Yeah. That's my facts. Very good. Nice. I enjoyed them all. They were great. I love that right. last one. That was amazing. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a really good one. I didn't because you don't really think about it. No, you don't. All right, time for some quotes. What? Quotes. <laughs> quotes. 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 <laughs> Um, some of them I don't really remember who said them, so you're going to have to help me. This one I do remember. And I'm not going to do a... I'll do impressions where I feel it's necessary. Don't get all mushy on me. Uh, don't get all mushy on me. Goodbye, princess. <laughs> I cannot remember who says this one. Might be Han. Then I'll see you in hell. Yes, that's Han. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, I was speaking to Mark about this. Hell, There's a hell in Star Wars. Every time I hear that line, I get... I feel weird because does that mean what, what does that mean? That's it. I don't know. Do they oh, believe like... in hell? And if so, do they believe in heaven? I just remember the next. Okay. One of the ones that I was going to actually mention that like from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Why do they have to make Han? I mean, um, Leia and Luke kiss. Why yeah, was that? Yeah. I almost mentioned that as well. Why was that needed? That was. Even if you weren't initially planning them being related, which I think it was always planned, it's so unnecessary. I know Leigh was trying to um, show, prove a point to Han to be a better person because it gets you to girl kind of thing. Why? No, I Even disagree. Kiss, um, they, the the brother-sister thing was horrible, but if you take that out of it, she's just trying to annoy Han and make him jealous. Yeah, so. or kiss him on the cheek. It was full-blown on the lips. That's the point. It was meant to, to annoy Han the most. Yeah, it sucks. I hate it. Anyway, next. Good point. But the whole scene is just horrible in general because of uh, we all know why. Yeah. Here's a C-3PO quote. R2 has been known to make mistakes from time to time. I don't remember what that was in the context of. Though. It was the uh, odds of Luke surviving and he was trying to make Leia feel a bit better. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> um, unquote. And I thought they smelled bad from the outside. How cool was it that he got to use a lightsaber? Yeah. yeah. You rarely see non-force users wield lightsabers anymore. It's awesome to see it. All the mm. fan in the comics got to wield one. Did he? Okay. <laughs> Imagine Chewie using one. That would be awesome. It'd I know Cad Bane got to have one, which was cool. Yeah. 
Yep. And um, Finn, I mean, I mean, do you <laughs> consider him? I'd say he's full. Anyway. You know what? I thought that was actually good because I thought they were going to make him like force sensitive or something. That would be a cool story. Stormtrooper. To yeah, do. a Stormtrooper becoming Jedi. That would have been awesome. But yeah. that's for the sequels. Yeah. Um, Leia quote. I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. <laughs> so many and roasts. Then, and then another layer quote, which is probably the most iconic layer quote you can have. You stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. I love that one. And then Han's response is, "Who's scruffy-looking?" <laughs> I love the chemistry. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, another Han quote: "Laugh it up, fuzzball." That's all from the same scene, basically. Yeah, it's all um, from the same thing. Yeah. Vader, you have failed me. For the last time. Admiral. I, I don't think he says Admiral on the end of it, but I thought he yeah, did. I think it, or maybe, that... maybe he says it twice. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um Han, shut him up or shut him down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, another Han quote. Oh my god. Oh yeah? Watch this. Hyperdrive. Hyperdrive. Um it fails. Yeah. Yeah. Um, never tell me the odds. Yeah. Uh, fantastic dialogue between Luke and Yoda. I'm not afraid. You will be. Yeah, that that was so evil by Yoda, by the way. Yeah, savage. Yoda quote the most. Who wants to do the? No, I missed the, the last iconic... one. No, what was it? I said, Luke says I'm not afraid, and Yoda says you will be. Huh. Uh, that's... Yes. But do you want to do the, your Yoda impression for his most iconic one? Which one? The most oh. iconic Yoda quote ever. You know it. You know it, Mark. Oh, I think I know which one you mean. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do not. There is no try. Yeah, <laughs> good. That's really good. That was really good. Thank you very much. Take that with Feel... life. Huh? Mm-hmm. Take that quote with life. Yeah. <laughs> yes, take it with life. Yeah. Um. He also says size matters not, which is cool. Awesome. And another good quote Yoda says, "My ally is the Force." And a powerful ally it is. Well, that was a good impression. Oh, I didn't think it was that good at all, but thank you. Um, another fantastic C-3PO quote. He says, surrender is a perfectly acceptable alternative. <laughs> yeah, to the Empire of all people. Yeah. Uh, Lando's first quote. Hello, what do we have here? Another C-3PO quote. Nice to see a familiar face. How rude. <laughs> When the other protocol droid walks out on him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that boy is our last hope. No, there is another. Actually, I've got a question about that later. Yeah. Another C-3PO quote. I must tell the others, oh, no, I've been shot. <laughs> that was when he was in the cell, yeah. prison cell. Yeah. I love how he says, oh, no, I've been shot. <laughs> it, it, that's good. I'll give you that. Um, Lando, this deal is getting worse all the time. Typical. Um, I love you. I know it's pretty standard. Um, uh, Vader has a six has four successive quotes on my list. Uh, but you are not a Jedi yet. And then he says, "All too easy." <laughs> and then he says, "Impressive, most impressive, most impressive." And then he says, "No, I am your father." Oh, and I couldn't I be bothered like to write Luke's well. no. 
And then here's one you can kind of miss. It's the 3PO quote. He says, I'm standing here in pieces and you're having delusions of grandeur. I think that's pretty fun. C-3PO. He's great. Anyway, that brings my list to an end. Uh, there was a Darth Vader line I was thinking of and I was waiting for you to say it and you didn't and now I can't remember what it was. Well, uh, if you think of it later, bring it up. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you think of it later, bring it up. Like you always... Classic Mark. Yeah, classic Mark. <laughs> All right. Guess what it's time for? Who, Who has, has more, more screen, screen time? time? Love that. I'm so bad at these now. I used to be so good. I know. I know. Isn't it in draw right. still? I have no idea. Oh, I need to go. I'll check. I'll, I'll check yeah. after this one. Right at the end, we go back and yeah, have a have a collective count. Yeah. All right. I've got eight this time. Eight. And these are pretty difficult. These are pretty difficult. How many characters are there? Enough. There are more than a new hope, I'll say that. Really? Who has more screen time? Leia or Han? Mmm. Tricky, mm-hmm. tricky. You okay, to think about fun. when Han was in the movie, yeah, when Leia fun. was in the movie. Yeah, you know when you know what the worst part of this is? They're together almost the whole movie, but at the start, it's just Han when he goes yep. to Luke, and at the That's end, fine. it's just Leia when Luke's when Han's been frozen. Yeah, That's but I it. Hoth one's a bit more, so I'm going to go Han. I will tell you that the the difference is under a minute. <laughs> Jeez. Well, Luke, uh, Jack, you said Han, did you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I think I'll say Leia. <laughs> Han has 23 minutes and 30 seconds of screen time. Leia has 22 minutes. Oh, no. And 45 seconds. Come on. No. Bring it back. Bring it back. Uh, I've already lost now. Nah, nah. I mean, there's so many characters. I thought there was only going to be like... Nah. Who has more yeah. screen time? Obi-Wan Kenobi or Lobot? Obi-Wan. Does really? it include his voice or only his vision? Wait, which one was Lobot again? Was uh, he... When he's on screen. The one with the... Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to say Lobot instead. Uh, Lobot. Wait, is he the um? Is he the, um? Lando's Lando? assistant guy. Oh. Mm. Everyone was only a ghost in this one, though. So only on Dagobah. Um, showed up. Um, oh. yeah, Lobot was in there, I think, but a similar time. You were. At... I'm gonna go Lobot. Both because... Lobot. Yeah. Obi Wan has one minute. Lobot one minute and fifteen seconds. Both correct. Let's go. Who Let's has go. more screen time? C-3PO or Chewbacca? Surely Chewie. I'm going C-3PO to be different. Oh, okay. I've got to stop this. you got to say it at the same time. Hey, on. Same time. Come on. C-3PO has 14 minutes and 30 seconds. Chewbacca, 16 minutes and 30 oh, seconds. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I thought he was in there for a bit. Yeah. All right, you got five seconds, and I'm going to count you down. Five, and you, yeah, and you both got to say it on after one. Do so eight one seconds. Then... Yeah, give me ten at least. I got to think. I'll about give this. you. I'll give you eight. Yeah, Who eight. has more screen time, Boba Fett or Admiral Piet? Eight, seven, That's six, Piet. five. He's one of the admirals. Okay, I already Four, have my answer. Three, two, one. Admiral Piet. Piet. Boba Who, has 1 minute who, 45. Jack said Boba. Yeah. And Piet has 2 minutes 15. Yes! Mark's back on the board. Damn. I think I'm one behind Jack currently. Yep. 
Three to two. All right. Who has more screen time? Yoda or Vader? Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Vader. What did you say, Jack? Vader. Yoda has 12 minutes 30. Vader, 13 minutes 15. Yes. Come on. That's correct. Who has more screen time? R2-D2 or Lando? Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. R2. Lando. Who Jackson? Ooh, R2. R2. Surely. R2 has 11 minutes, 15 seconds. Lando, 20... No, I'm joking. 9 minutes, 15. <laughs> oh, I'm like, there's no way R2 is in it for like the entirety. Yeah. All right. Who has more screen time? Yoda or R2-D2? R2. Yes, I've already said both, but... I couldn't... I... I remember it. I think. I think. I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Okay. So who is it? R two. Yoda. Yoda. Twelve minutes thirty. R two. Eleven fifteen. Oh, let's go. Oh, I said R two because he's there. He's on Dagobah the whole time, and he's in other yeah. parts. Also, like in it throughout, it's just because he doesn't leave. The was the the yeah. You just don't Dagobah. expect. Yeah, you just mm. don't expect it. Yeah. Last one, not that it'll make a difference, but it'll Jack's Jack, Jack, Jack can go. Jack can go seven for eight if he gets this. Ooh. Who has more screen time? Wedge Antilles or Emperor Palpatine? <laughs> Wedge Antilles. Yeah. Who'd you say, Jack? Wedge. Wedge has 30 seconds, Palpatine one minute. No. Oh, damn. I guess he All was right. talking to him for a while on that television. Yeah. So Jack wins six to three. Good job, Jack. Thanks, Mark. Wow. All yeah. right. So I need to kind of count the scores now. So let me do that quickly. Hang on. I'll go through it really quick. So Jack's one, Mark one, um, Jack one, Jack two, Mark one. Um, oh crap. I'm counting wrong. Never Jack mind. two, Mark two. Uh, Jack three, Mark two. Um, uh, I give up. Oh, what? <laughs> I think I skipped a few, but Jack was winning. Yeah, Jack's in front anyway, I'm pretty sure. I think like last that. week was either a draw. Yeah, I think last week made it a draw. Yeah. Okay. And the week before you won. And then I think you won Revenge, which I was a bit... I'll do a count. I'll do a count before um we get to the next episode for Return of the Jedi. Previous podcasts, and then you can... uh see the winners mm-hmm. yeah that's it if you want to go find out who won previously just go listen to the podcast Picture. oh it's just his leg and Luke. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> all right i'm gonna finish with some questions as i normally do first one what's the best new planet slash city they introduce in this movie i'll start if you want yeah i yeah. think now the first i i think i'll say hoth but I also yeah. really like Cloud City and Bespin. Yeah, Cloud City. I was going to say Cloud City as well. It wasn't many places if you think about it. No, it was really? only three. Thank you, Um, This one might have a little bit of elaboration, and I kind of didn't think about it before I was going to ask it. Where do you reckon the Rebels were during this movie? In space. Just chilling there, or yeah. were they doing something? Okay. Well, let's think about it. The... The movie is only, what, like, one to two days worth of time. 
and at the end they're all in space in a big convoy. So yeah. I reckon they're still searching. Yeah, they're searching for somewhere to go. Hiding spot. Here's an interesting question. Is Han force sensitive? No. No? What about all the times he says, I've got a bad feeling about this? He, he just has a bad feeling. He can read a situation. He's a star pilot. He knows what, when it's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's dealt with trouble all his life. Yeah. I think there might be a sliver, but not like fully. We should just rename this segment to Cooper Asks If Ask Non-Force Sensitive Characters Are yeah. Force Sensitive. I think I've asked. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You've asked about Padme. Uh, yeah. I think there was another one as well. I asked about... Um... Someone in solo. Yeah, last was or, it last week? No, no, it would have been uh, Oh Jin it... Ursa, I think you asked. Or oh, his the... mum, her mum. Yeah, yeah Lyra Ursa, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um Which is better, Yoda's theme or Imperial March? Imperial March. I can't really I don't really I don't know what Yoda's theme is, so I have to say Imperial one... March. Okay, all right. I I take Yoda's theme over any day, sorry. I can't remember what it is, unfortunately. Well, all right. Um, what are your thoughts on carbon freezing? Mark and I had a bit of discussion about this before. Um, okay, here's like what a... I had to say. This is what okay. I said to Cooper. In the movie, they mention how it's not designed for people, obviously. Mm. It's not designed to freeze people. It's designed to freeze materials or whatever. Mm. Does that make it really sick of Din Djarin to have one in his ship that no, he uses? I've got a counterpoint. Because the what? technology has evolved. I was thinking that, but is that not even more sick that they've improved something to freeze people? Yeah, but they need a way to like make like I think it's I think it's real. I like carbon freezing because it gives <laughs> as it a storytelling way. thing. But if you think in the world of Star Wars, it's much worse. <laughs> this is much worse, but it's still bad. Nothing because you can't carry like like imagine Din trying to capture all these bounties at once. You won't have them all in the back just chilling. You have to have a way to, or you just lock them yeah, up. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a convenient <laughs> storytelling thing. I can just imagine. I can just imagine all of yeah. Dan's bathies just casually sitting and chatting to each other. What are you doing? What are They're you in a prison cell, holding cell on the Razor Crest. Yeah. I think. Well, let's see. Another bad thing about oh, the God. and the ship being blown up. You can't have carbon freeze anymore. Where is he going to store anyone? Yeah, like, he's not. Back to bounty hunting. What is he going to do? He's got gone? a bit of he's got a bit of an Obi Wan on Camino um situation where yeah. if it was going to bring back Jango Fett, there was only a one it was only a one person ship. He's gonna have Yo- he's gonna have Grogu sitting on his lap and and the other guy's gonna be in the cockpit going. Hmm? Yeah, it has just sticking out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, yes, no. Nah. All right, All right. Well, that's yeah. Don't worry. All right, my last Anything question because yeah. this is what we're doing every week now. What's one scene you would change? Uh, I haven't thought. About oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. Uh, do you want uh, me to go? And I feel like you might agree with me. Mm-hmm. Um, change the kissing scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could have done it. I, I, like I said, you could have done a multitude of ways to give that impression off anything else. Yeah. Anything. Um, I haven't really thought about like another sort of scene that might be worth changing because it's a pretty good movie. Um, pretty good. Maybe. No, I mean it's a nine point six movie, nine point seven movie. You could add a extra scene with the bounty. Oh. <gasps> I'm so sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I completely you forgot. There's Cooper. a scene of Yoda and Obi Wan in this movie 
where the lighting is phenomenal. It's as Luke's taking off in the X-Wing oh, and I they guess. say, oh, that boy's our last hope. No, there is another. And his face is like clouded in red. Yeah. I must oh. be, I must have honestly missed that scene when I rewatched it because although this sounds silly, but I thought, I didn't think Obi-Wan's, I thought Obi-Wan's ghost was only on Hoth in this movie. No. Because I was thinking when he's on Dagobah that that's in the last one, in episode six. No. You're getting your he is there, but not. He is in this because yeah, I I can't say yeah I couldn't say I remembered him being in Empire Strikes Back at Dagobah and I must have just missed that scene when I rewatched yeah. it. Um, yeah, that's a good. <gasps> Sorry, I keep going. <gasps> um, I feel like there was a very big lack of stormtroopers in this movie. Yeah, but I think that's all we're positive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was no need for them really. No, exactly. On best spin, there was, which there yeah. were, that's and that's no where it. In Hoth. Yeah. Um. I mean, the snow troopers are sick. They're yeah. awesome. Um, my one would probably this is just something I want to see. It wouldn't make sense for the story because it's already good. But I want to I want to see um a a shot at least or a couple scenes where did you see Boba Fett hunting Han? But I wanted to see like maybe like a Boba Fett and Bosk or Boba Fett and Dengar. Like he's my he's my he's my you know bounty. Don't get in my way, kind of thing. Oh, that would have been cool. A bit of yeah, Bubba, cool. and Bobber takes him out, or like does a strategy that like gets him off the off the trail, and then he goes for Han. That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I'm not sure what the others do. They would they just chill him. Like, I reckon I they could have just made Boba Fett a bit more like, involved in the story and as a character. That would have been cool. Throughout the like, sort of have the him planted at the start of the movie and have him like tracking, tracking him, and then kind of like in in six. Yeah, when he's in Jabba's palace and he's watching, when he's yeah trying to observe. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that that would be good too. Yeah, yeah. Mark, do you have a scene or no? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think just Boba Fett. They could have like oh, okay. had well, maybe more speaking. I don't know. Oh well, yeah. yeah, they have him on the cover of stuff. They promoted the, the yeah, like this poster here. Yeah, they he went went around to premieres and stuff with the costume and everything. So like he wasn't really involved that much considering. Mm. He's in almost mm. return more and he dies in that. So it's like. You know, yeah. Well, lucky you got his own show. <laughs> I don't think there's much else I would switch up. I think it was a damn good movie. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think we're kind of reaching the point now where our agreement on the quality of films is about to become very varied. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I hold Return in very high regards. Anyway, we'll get into it. I do as well. Week. I do aside from some Ewok stuff. That's a tease. Okay. I've always been fine with the Ewoks. You know what? Uh, I'm not going to say the thing because it, I'm going to say it for next week, but there was an, an original thing. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. It wasn't meant to be Ewoks, though. It was meant to be something else. They were meant to be a different people. Didn't know. Didn't That'll be for it. next week, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. All right. That'll do us. Great discussion again, uh, fellas. I uh, always yeah. appreciate when we're uh, able to get together and do this. And I don't know if you guys feel the same, but I've definitely enjoyed getting to watch Star Wars again because you just find you don't really find time during the weeks to be able to do it, but um, mm. really takes you back and it reminds you why uh, why you love Star Wars and why we're doing this. So, and yep. I think I'm very happy now that Cooper says one of the originals is now his favorite. Well, okay, all right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Rogue One being a favorite, but it's just the, the originals. So they hit different. Yeah. yeah. Keep a lookout on YouTube for our polls. We are. Uh, Pop one up there every week. Sam's Instagram. In fact, this week there. was a quiz. 
Oh, yeah, this week was a quiz, and uh, congratulations to those it, who got that it That was right. a difficult one, actually. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out and uh, stay tuned for next week, Revenge yep. of the Jedi. Ooh. Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah, the original title. Yep. Was it really? I didn't know that. It was, yeah, it was, I think it only changed a couple weeks before release. Yeah, it was like promoted on everything as Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah. But Revenge is not the Jedi way, remember? No. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it just, Return of the Jedi just sounds better. It does, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's next week. So thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you guys next week. See you later. May the force be with you. Thanks for listening to the Coruscant Nights podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Go check us out on Patreon if you want more content from us or if you want to support our growth. And once again, thanks for listening. And from the Coruscant Nights team, may the force be with you.